Welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back and think about it and laugh about it along the way. My name is Robert Padnick. With me as always is Dan Klein. What's up? It's up to you. What a bad, bad, bad week it has been. Of biblical proportions. Biblically shitty week. There are just protests for the last five days. Um, it's just what uh, horrible. I mean, it's just a bad time. There's nothing else to say. It's bad for everybody. It's true. It's been a really bad time. And I think you and I actually had a very nice discussion talking about the value. Is there any value to a, uh, the Bible Brothers podcast? So kind of a stupid, uh, small yes. comedy podcast during this time, or is it more polite to just be quiet right now? But we thought two things. One is that, you know, we do have, we don't have much to add to it, but we thought we could um, do what we thought was the right thing and just mention that this stuff is going on and, you know, that we both kind of feel strongly about uh, supporting Black voices and Black people in this fight right now. So we decided to take our Patreon funds for the month and to donate that to Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. um, and then we thought that, you know what, reading the Bible and being a little silly about it could be a nice respite from the uh, endless bad news that's uh, going on in the world. Yeah, certainly not the worst thing in the world. So hopefully yeah. some people are enjoy a little half hour to an hour break uh, from all this stuff. If you feel like this was in poor taste, we apologize and feel free to let us know bible brothers podcast at gmail.com yes but uh yeah our our sympathies and we and we hope that uh yeah this we just have some fun reading the bible like like young people do these days yeah like the young kids but maybe this is something you could do before you go to bed after a long stressful day of scrolling through um instagram and twitter and you can say you know what i would love to just not think about this stuff right before I go to bed. Um, oh, and I just love so, the idea of our voices being the last things that people hear <laughs> to like lull reading, them into As sleep. we read ancient horrifying stories. <laughs> With my nasally <laughs> death-like grip of a voice. <laughs> Explaining the origins of circumcision to them. Yeah, ah, I'm, mm, I'm so tired. Yeah, have a snuggly a hard day, but now I'm good. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Um, well, we had a great, I think, oh, last time, high highs, low lows last time. We got that. Yeah. One of the most famous stories, as I'm aware of, Abraham and Isaac, um, followed by just a rough, truly boring story about Abraham negotiating a land deal to bury Sarah, who dies out of nowhere. What could be potentially the origin of the cemetery. <laughs> Though, I mean, probably not. They're not, they're, it's usually not that clever. It's also funny that like major characters just die without any sort of pomp or circumstance. She didn't die doing anything. No last words, no last acts, just, oh, right. Um, around this time she died. Sarah, the person we've been following? Oh yeah, yeah, she's dead. But she had all this beef with the the maids nah, who had the other kid, and I thought that was going to be something. No, she's dead. dead. She can't. She's 
she's dead. Yeah, that part's over. So she can't deal with that. No, no, no. She's dead. She <laughs> could have in her 127 years, but she didn't, and now she's dead. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe for a different Bible. Yeah. <laughs> another story for another Bible, but yeah, not this one. She's dead. Anyway, uh, that's like kind of like a nice, you know, real like real life situation that the Bible, you know, I could see why a Bible head would be like, see, this is why the Bible's good is because they don't, you know, force anything. It's like, she's di- she's dead. So they can't deal with yeah, that. If now. a character has to die, they die. It's like a little, yeah, that's just, it's raw that way. They don't like, they don't need to cater to your demands that she has like an interesting situation. Nope. Um, so I think we're just gonna, I assume, stick with Abraham. I mean. Oh yeah. Widower. The widower and see if he feels bad about his, he's been dealing with a lot of stuff, but he's excited that he's an uncle now. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. He loves having kids. Loves having no matter kids, what the relationship. <laughs> Do you think he's going to mention his wife? In this chapter? Yeah. I would bet a lot of money that he does not talk about Sarah. <laughs> That's where at I'm all. at. <laughs> I, think I think he, he moves on clean slate. Moved on to new adventures. He's going to go to another town and talk to people. That's my guess. Yeah, maybe he's dead. I mean, as far as I know, I don't know anything else he does in the Bible, so maybe his time is nigh. Well, the uncle thing was a big surprise. So that was a shock. So yeah, maybe he'll be a, n- another uncle. That would be amazing. Um, <laughs> so a double uncle. If you have your Dunkle. Bibles out, we're on a what? Dunkle. A double uncle, a dunkle. A debunkle. A debunkle. <laughs> Abraham became a debunkle. It's the first line. So open up your chapters. We're on chapter 24. And, um, well, enjoy. <laughs> Take it away. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. It's so crazy because it doesn't really seem like there's that many people in the world yet. And Abraham is already um, prejudiced against the Canaanites. What is he saying? Thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters. What does that mean? He's saying, I don't want my son to marry one of one of these local Canaanite women. Go instead oh. to my homeland, to my relatives and find a wife there for my son, Isaac. I want him to marry a cousin. Oh, I had no idea that he didn't like the Canaanites. I didn't either, but it's it's surprising to me that his wife just died. <laughs> and and he's like, you know what? I you know what I've been thinking about these days? The Canaanites. <laughs> he is, he's becoming such an old man. He's such a grouch in the last few stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's aging. He's like watching more Fox News and he's just he's like... He's truly I'm agitated. And the servant said unto him, peradventure... Oh, I love that. That's my favorite word yeah. in the Bible so far. I think that means perhaps, maybe. Oh. Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware thou that thou bring not my son thither again. Uh-huh. So he's like, 
hey, if I can't get a woman to come here, are you saying my son can go there? And I love like, that they're getting into semantics already. This is Abraham's thing. He loves these like little needly things. <laughs> Deals. And <laughs> he's so opinionated about them. Now, why can't he go back there? I don't know. We don't know what their homeland is, right? Do we? Is this just a shortcoming of you and me that we forgot? I think it's us because there was this whole business about he started in one place mm. and then he and Lot like drew split like drew, flipped a coin and one went where and... and so that's like an important place to him. I don't know. I wish they said the place, but yeah. Mm. It's, and why? Why does he not? Did was it established he doesn't like where he came from? I don't know. Or he likes it. Oh yeah, but he can't go back. I would say he likes it so much though that he wants a woman from there for his son. But yeah, I want a woman from there, but I don't like going. I can't go there. back there. Nah, the shops and it's too. It's crowded. It's so specific. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's the most annoying man to deal with, which I guess is good to have to see like how to deal with these kind of people in life. Mm, yeah, maybe this is like a little tutorial on how to deal with a crotchety old man. You will deal with an Abraham one day, <laughs> if you haven't already. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Right? He's still, it seems like he's still kind of repeating his earlier thing. Yeah. I guess he's saying an angel will deliver this woman. Mm-hmm. He's and added the, that. What was that? He added the, an angel now. Now it's like, oh, I, by the way, it's because of an angel. An angel's got it, so it's going to be fine. Just go. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swear to him concerning that matter. Why is he putting his hand? So funny that in the in ancient days, instead of a handshake, you slip your hand under the thigh of a person and say, hey man, it's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It feels like it would be so hot. And for one, I'm always imagining that they're all very hot. like Hot, old, withered yes, man thigh. And to like squeeze their thigh get under feels that. disgusting. Ugh. Hey, it's Nasty. a deal. It's a deal. I guess so. I mean, you you would be showing that you're really willing to do something if you were to slide your hand under the thigh of a. You're really committed. Man. Yeah, I I can trust you. I think we should bring it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's just start doing it and see what people say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's the it's, Bible. It's from the Bible. It's from the Bible. Per adventure. May I? <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> and the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor. Nahor, that rings a vague bell, but... Yeah, Nahor sounds familiar, but a lot of things have sounded like Nahor so far, right. so... Maybe it just sounds bible -y. Mm hmm And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening even the time that women go out to draw water. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's a little detail of kind of prehistoric, well, not prehistoric life, but, you know, ancient life. Yeah, that's just when women get water in the mm. evening. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, 
and shew kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast shewed kindness unto my master. Sorry, I was getting a little confused with some of the repetition there. Wait, this Can I just peek at um, mine here? I'm standing yeah. beside the spring, and young women of the village are coming to draw water. This is my request. I will ask one of them for a drink. If she says, yes, certainly, I will water your camels too. Let her be the one you have appointed as Isaac's wife. Okay, so he's like trying to tempt, he's trying to find a nice young girl. Yeah, by like, who's going to give me water? And then I mm -hmm. also pray that she also just wants to marry Isaac. Mm -hmm. It's not a great plan. No, it's like the laziest plan. <laughs> yeah, can, I, can you give me a drink? Can I? Yeah, drink? hey, would you want to marry this guy? I can't have a drink. <laughs> I'm, I'm thirsty. Do you want to marry someone? <laughs> And it came to pass before he had done speaking that behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. That's who it's, Nahor is. So he's got a little town named after him? I guess he had, right. Abraham's brother is Nahor and he has a town named after him. It's so gross that Abraham so desperately wants his son to marry a cousin. Yeah, it is he's, gross. He's so into it. Like, he seemed like he, he, there's no real explanation for why he doesn't like the people that he lives near. <laughs> you haven't seen them be like bad neighbors or like rude, dirty people. No. But is these guys like are Abramelech, better. Abramelech, you know, that pharaoh mm -hmm. that he's always mad at? Yeah, yeah. Is that? <laughs> well, maybe that's is, what it is. <laughs> is he a Canaanite? Uh, let's say yes. <laughs> I don't know. He's like that annoying Abimelech and everyone is like, I know, I know. But behind his back, they're like, Abimelech is a nice regular yeah, guy. It's, I don't, him, it's wrong. He keeps them complaining. He drinks from his well violently. But like, what does that even mean? How can yeah. you drink from a well violently? Yeah, I, I, I've never really seen an Abimelech like do anything wrong. But Abraham sort of says that he sees it and people are missing it. And he's friends with God. So like, I'm not going to definitely it's not true, you can't. Get, in, get involved in that. What a shame. Abimelech would have been so much better for God. Oh, can you imagine a God Abimelech <laughs> team up? I know. Like nice, normal guy. Smart. And like kind of, yeah, smart, <laughs> genuine. With a very powerful God at his back. Yeah. To kind of help make things better in the world as opposed to just forcing your son to marry their cousin. Yeah, Abraham has just never done anything particularly wise or respectable. No, he's he just like tries to get people not to kill him. Yes. Because he thinks that they're going to want to have sex with his wife. So weird. That's his like biggest accomplishment. But anyway, this woman, Rebecca, came out and um, I know that she's a big deal. So I think. Yeah, so it's going to be her. Let's keep they're it. They're not even going to give us like a fake out. One, yeah, one bad one. Yeah. No, I don't want to feed you. But you're huh. so beautiful and you would make such an excellent wife. No. Nope. Sorry. And it's like, mm, will I ever find a good one? 
And as soon as he said that, the person came out and, and probably is about to do it. Yes. <laughs> and the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. Woo! Nice. 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 Neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him a drink. Sounds like we got a match. <laughs> and when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. Oh, she's nice. Wonderful. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. She said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough, and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. Not much Man, to say here. What's that? It's not much to say. <laughs> no, it's like a really straightforward story. It's super straightforward. I hope I find like a nice lady to be his wife. I'm going to do it this way. I'm doing it. It's working. I found a nice lady. I'm going to go to the house and probably ask the dad. Yeah, and I have a feeling it's going to go well. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's going <laughs> to be any obstacles. All right, well, look, we're not going to sweat it. If there's nothing much to say, where there's not much to say, we're just going to keep plowing through. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, as annoying as Abraham is, kudos to him for knowing that I guess there's good women there. Yeah, but he doesn't want to go there himself. And That is, oh, is it because he's too old? Or, no, he didn't want Isaac to go there. He said, don't take my right. son there. Oh, yeah. Why? It feels like the kind of thing we're, like, supposed to know. Maybe he's mad at Nahor. Well, I'm sure that's that'll come up. <laughs> the Bible's never good at explaining something. No, they've never pick up a loose end. It's like the most annoying story to hear. It's like just like someone talking a million miles an hour and you have a question. They're like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We're focusing on feeding the camels. <laughs> Why? The camel? I didn't even know people were riding camels. Yeah. Can you explain how you did that? No, 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 no. Yeah, that could have been a great chapter. Oh, can you imagine taming wild camels? Yeah, jumping on that camel for the first time and going on a wild ride. Abimelech and his camels. Oh, <laughs> the Bible's <laughs> more about what you don't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People ride camels now. We want to talk about this woman serving water to people. What? When did they Boring. get all these camels? Yeah. And he said, he being the servant. Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I, being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, 
and his name was Laban. <laughs> I love when the Bible verses are so small and unimportant. What about the brother? Now Rebecca had a brother named Laban. It was just like, okay. Yeah. That's a verse. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> yeah, Count chapter verse. 24, verse 29. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Sometimes like the words don't make sense to me, but it's not even worth a clarification. I get the point. He's he's with he's Laban's there. Not much has happened. No. They have like a long way of saying that not much has happened. Yeah. And he said, he being Laban, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels and gave oh straw. My God. And the details. Know, the details with the camels. Gotta ungird the camels. Yes, we need to mention that. And gave straw and provender for the camels. Provender? And, yeah, what's provender? No idea. Um, I'm just gonna look it up. I'm at a computer. Provender animal, is provender is animal fodder. Food? A animal food. Okay. And he provender. Gave animal food to the camels. And water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meal before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, speak on. He's <laughs> very similar to, um, um, where are you? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I'm here too. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you my mission. Okay, tell me your mission. Okay. Speak on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord hath blessed my master greatly. And he has become great. And he hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. He's rich. He's like, you know, Abraham, he's rich now. He's got all seven things. Yeah, all the seven things you could think of, he's got them. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he hath. And he didn't have to mention that she was old. I know, I kind of like that he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, she's so old and nasty. Hey, yeah, side note, she's old. Anyway. She was old as hell, but it worked. Don't worry, now she's dead. Yeah, she's gone, don't worry. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go into my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto, wow, he's really repeating himself. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he oh, wow, he's telling him this whole part. He's telling him the whole beginning of the story. <laughs> uh, what? I don't care, man. I, okay. And Just he come in. Him, <laughs> I, I'm already excited. <laughs> and he said unto me, the Lord, before whom I walk, will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife from my son of my kindred and of my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this my oath when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And I came this day unto the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou, if now thou do prosper my way, which I go, 
Behold, I stand by the well. Oh my God, he's he's really saying. He's the whole like getting thing. to every detail. I'm like worried about him. This is <laughs> crazy. Something's wrong with him. It seems like he got hit in the head or something, and just like can't stop stop saying what happened. Yeah, it's like some bad comedy premise where he's like, "And now I'm talking to you," and then I said it all over again. <laughs> right? Yes, he's gonna start once he gets to that point in the start in the start story. He's gonna start all over again. Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, "Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink." And she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out for my master's son. Yeah, we, we think we get it. We get I, we we're we're understanding what's happening. <laughs> well, there's a little more. And, <laughs> and before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebecca came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she uh -huh. went down unto the well and drew water. And okay. I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. Uh-huh. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and she and right. said and said drink and i will right. give thy camels drink also so i drank and she made okay. the camels drink also totally totally yeah you can come on in and i asked her and said whose daughter art thou and she said the daughter uh -huh. of bethuel nahor's son whom right. milka bare unto him and i, I put the earring upon her face and the bracelets upon her hands right i see <laughs> and i bowed down and i bowed down and also side note editor's note He's saying, he's saying who Rebecca's family is to Rebecca's brother. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh, checks out, sure. <laughs> that sounds like Rebecca. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep, that's Rebecca, all right. And I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. Sure. And now... If ye will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. He's like, be straight with me, I guess. Oh, okay. I like that saying. Yeah. Turn with my right hand or my left. Tell me which way to go, baby. Mm -hmm, yeah. I'm ready. Just tell me. <laughs> yeah. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, the thing proceedeth from the Lord. We cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Behold, interesting answer. They said it at the same time? Yeah, they both said the thing proceedeth from the Lord. How eerie would that be? <laughs> oh, okay. Spooky answer. <laughs> that, yeah, like wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so he's saying like, I, I don't have good news. I don't have bad news for you. He's Behold. just like, uh-oh, I thought I found, like, the perfect woman, but she seems to be in some weird relationship with her brother. With her brother and her father? Uh -oh. Yes, her father, Bethuel. Um, Laban continues, or maybe Laban and Bethuel in tandem continue. Behold, Rebecca is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son wife, as the Lord hath spoken. Never mind. Oh. Seemed like it worked out news. just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to pose like a riddle or something. Yeah, I know. It did seem quite like mythical. Yeah, like our answer is much more complicated than you're going <laughs> to expect. <laughs> oh, oh, like don't hurt me or whatever the spell yeah, is going to be. Whatever you're about to do. She's good to leave now and she'll <laughs> do it. Oh. Oh. I thought there would be much more. 
And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Got it. Got it. Good thing I told that whole story. I think that helped. <laughs> this is just going to encourage him to do that over and over. That really worked where you... You need to do that, is to always tell every detail of a story. <laughs> that led you right up to the very thing that you're about to say. Hmm. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, which I believe is clothing, but I'm not sure, and gave them to Rebecca. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night. And we know that tarrying means partying from the story of Lot, or of, uh, of uh, Sodom? Sodom, or Gomorrah, whichever one we were in. Mm -hmm. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, let the damsel abide with us a few days, at least at the least 10. After that, she shall go. 10 days? Let, us, let her stay for 10 days. That's odd. Why? Oh, so I get, well, just that it seemed like they were so into the idea. Like, you got her, you're good to go. And then to, after partying, to be like, yeah, oh, he's not, like, he rose up after the party. He's like, well, I'm going to get out of here. And they're that like, that was awesome. Or stay for like 10 days. Oh, 10 days. Okay. Uh, uh, Okay, I wonder what's going to yeah. happen. I don't know. It's like With both. Spooky... It's sort of interesting, but also boring. Yeah, it sucks. Whether he chooses <laughs> to stay ten days or not is not like the biggest deal. <laughs> ten days. <laughs> oh no! Like these boring people for ten whole days. Ugh, ten days in Nahor. <laughs> That's a movie title. <laughs> ten days in Nahor. <laughs> this sucks. Oh no! Okay, here we go. And he the servant, said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord hath prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. Okay. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. Well, don't, don't they feel so stupid for bringing up the 10-day idea? Yeah, just they're like, it. wait, you can't go now. She wants, she'd want to stay for ten days. Let's let's ask her. I bet she'll have an interesting answer. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go now. <laughs> I will go. Okay, so no ten days. We're good on <laughs> everyone's. Are we sure? We, we don't all. Wanna... I guess Rebecca said it. You don't want it. Uh... So that's two for today <laughs> and two for ten days. Should anybody else vote? Any... <laughs> Camels. <laughs> And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, uh, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of thou of those which hate them. What's that mean? Wow. What does that mean? May your descendants overcome all their enemies. Oh. I'm so surprised that that's their first uh, thing to say about, like, her children. Let them thwart their enemies. Yeah. Like, that's... Having had the experience of having a child, you don't really think about their enemies. Like, that's not your first... You don't go right to the enemies of your child. No, it's been a, over a year now, and his enemies have not really come up yet. <laughs> Maybe they're afraid because he has the blessing. 
Yeah, not to go back to this 10-day business, but what was the deal with that detour? <laughs> Such a bad pitch. It was wait, 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 you should stay for 10. I'm just so just curious. You're for kind of like a Bible literalist who thinks that everything or not a literalist, but like if you're a person who's like everything in the Bible is meaningful, like what was that part? Where someone said, Hey, let her stay, and they said, nah. And then and they dropped then it. And they checked with her and she said, nah. <laughs> and then they move on. Yeah, they didn't like show any remorse or kind of embarrassment or some sort of like gypsy curse or bad karma. Oh, you should have done that. Now you're in trouble. Whenever there is 10 days, you will remember Nahor. Something. You know, the 10 day curse of Nahor. 10 day court. Yeah, there should have been a curse. Nothing. It was more just like, okay, never mind. I guess I should have brought that up. Yeah. What what about (laughs) that? I thought we were having a good time. We just partied last night. Like thought it'd be hard. cool for you to hang out for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why 10 days? I don't, I just, just like, so a good amount of days. Yeah, I liked fun. you. I thought you were having a good time too. But now we tarried. All right, and we were tarrying, yeah. <laughs> asking someone to do something for, for 10 days and then being told no is so embarrassing. <laughs> Such a big ask. Hey, this has been really fun. Um, do you want to do this for like 10 more days? Um, no, no. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> 10 days. What a loser. <laughs> Gosh, that really makes me laugh. Like, I would love to see that in like a TV show or something, some loser just being like, oh, this is really fun. So, you guys, I don't know, like, want to do this for like 10 days, maybe? 10 days. Are you crazy, man? Like, <laughs> people have lives and things to do. Why didn't you start with like a day? Yeah. yeah, just like we should do this again. We should sometime. do this again. Easily, I would have said yes, even if I was just humoring you, which yeah. I, he tarried. He probably had a good time too. You gave me such, a, such an easy out with your 10 days. <laughs> you blew it, man. And you blew it with your own daughter who was like, <laughs> I'm just going to go. Yeah, what an awkward note to leave her on. I, no wonder they wanted to give her a nice blessing. Okay. No, never mind. And the 10 day thing, just that was just me throwing that out there. I wasn't that serious about it. I didn't it. even want to, probably. <laughs> sure, sure, man. Okay, well, we're going to go anyway. Right. We were planning on going in the morning. It seemed like that way when we were partying last night. So I'm just going to stick with that. <laughs> and Rebecca arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Rebecca and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well Lehairoi, for he dwelt in the south country. Is that, is that that well? That same well? Oh, is it the well that he, Abimelech was mad about? Yeah, was viciously drinking from? I don't think or, they named the well, uh, so it could be. I think there was, there wasn't there a name, there was some, there was like, that's why this is called this. That was, that was like, like the only story that like had yeah. a, and now that's why. Right you are here there was like a covenant mm-hmm. made that day between oh, someone and right someone. it was it was named after the covenant it was like the covenant of the well yeah it happened yeah. at the well the angry well the day that abimelech agreed to do something the day that abraham complained about the well yeah it could be that well yeah um, sure let's say it's that well if this were a seinfeld episode it would be that it would well. definitely be the same well yeah, or any TV show. You wouldn't have a second well. You don't have two wells. You no, it's like, much, guys... I mean, you don't have that much money to buy two wells. For yeah, and to be like, to explain that there's two wells 
that they can go to. It's like, just keep it on the one. It'd be way less confusing. Yeah, just people, once they see the well again, they'll be excited that that well is back. Yeah, the town well, where things mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> and Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. Man, this is kind of like a little romantic moment. Yeah. I like it. For she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. Oh, no. Wow. (laughs) The the Bible is learning a lesson here that they're not... tell us. They're not doing it. This is like the first time that the... I feel like the Bible is edited us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like anyway. So he told her. He he said everything. We don't he need did to, his like, whole thing again. Tell you what exactly he said. You know what it is. It's like the first time in history that they were like, oh, you can just say that that happened, and we don't and have to not do run it. through it. Yeah. Thank you, Bible. Yes, I appreciate it. That would have been rough because mm-hmm. we're so close to the end of this chapter. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebecca and she became his wife and he loved her and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death end of the chapter and they mentioned wow, wow I, lo- I lost, the, I lost my the bet, bet. Yeah. although was the bet that was Abraham I think the bet was that Abraham was Abraham going to mention yeah that? so technically we get to keep our money but yeah. I'm sure I am surprised that they mentioned that she's dead and that Abr- uh, Isaac was like kind of grieving. Had an emotional response to it. Yes. That, like, yeah, that's interesting. It's like kind of the first connection to, well, I guess they had the whole cemetery thing, but the first connection to like, oh, I miss like a person who died. Yeah, I don't think in the cemetery they like even mentioned that he felt bad. There was no bad. emotions. Was just, no. So that's just nice. like, I need a place to put these bodies. There's <laughs> 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 more logistics of it. Yeah. That was um, an okay chapter. It was quite long. Was it was it the long- longest chapter we've. I think so. That, so far? I was, it, seemed, it seemed like double as long as a normal chapter. I think that's almost exactly how long it was. It felt like a double header. Seemed weird to like of, of all chapters to do this one make it long. Why? Yeah. Why? There's still no rhyme or reason to the chapters, but I do appreciate that this is one of the first chapters that feels like a, almost a completed story right yeah it had like which a makes sense as a chapter end. it really yeah. felt like a chapter there was like a goal it happened there was a little aftermath i'm very interested to see isaac and rebecca be together because i will say only in their few moments that they've been in the bible they have been more, one of the more interesting characters isaac ha- the one person who has like any kind of emotion Isaac has showed emotion and Rebecca at the very least was nice. Yes. Which is more than any character so far has shown any characterization. <laughs> yes, exactly. So those two together, you know, something might start happening. That's yeah, classic classic uh, tension. She's nice, he's emotional. <laughs> he has emotions. Yeah, and they just got married, newly married. I mean, this yeah, is we don't really be good know anything stuff. about Isaac except that he was almost sacrificed, but like nothing about like his whole situation, really. Nothing. So I would love to move on past annoying Abraham. Yeah. 
and get into the psyche of Isaac. I agree. I'm kind of through with Abraham. I don't know if there's any more to get out of us. Yeah. I'm kind of fingers are kind of crossed that the next chapter starts. Well, I do think that Abraham Abraham will be funny as like a father-in-law. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's his rightful place. It's like a grant as father-in-law. Yes. Jerry Stiller esque. Totally. You know, that it's like, what's with your, um, what's with your dad, Isaac? Yeah, just more like violently. The why of the well. Mm-hmm, yeah, talking slower, about the well. Slower. Telling stories about God. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, man. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. I give that up. Uh, I had a fun time, but that story, yeah, it was like, it was fine. A fine story, which I do, I think, though, that's pretty impressive for where we're at in the Bible because some of these stories have been horrible. Right. So at least this one was like, okay, that was a straightforward, you know, yes, beginning, middle, and end, like you said. That's a story. It had no, like, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, Bibliness. Like, it had no mm. mysticism or, like, or, or ideas that, like, are complicated that, like, have multiple interpretations and, and it's just, like, it's very human-based. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine there's anything up for debate to talk about with like how do you talk about this chapter in church just yeah, we yeah think it's I don't know, this happened sequential yeah it's more like this happened and then because also yeah God not really being too involved yeah it's unusual it feels like an episode of a show where the main character is not there and you're like okay that was kind of cool to see like a little bit more of the side characters but I hope they don't do that again yeah. Yeah. You want to see God. You want to, you want God. Well, hopefully we'll get him next time. Well, anyway, so. Okay. There we go. This is good. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Um, Hope this provided, you know, a nice level of comfort and some fun for you during some uh, traumatic times in the world. Yeah. Some human provender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Provender. We got provender out of it. That's kind of cool. That's good. We learned a word. And what was and- the other, there was another one that we already, oh, oh, well, uh, tarrying is uh caring means partying yeah that's a fun word that now we're familiar with so yeah got some vocab all right well tarry on tarry on fellows and uh until next time enjoy your bibles and we'll we'll see you uh next week all right thanks guys bye bye bye